In Japan, there's a uh, Kumano Kodo World Heritage Pilgrimage Site. It's a tourist. It has tourist hiking trails. <laughs> so this is about tourism in Japan. Uh, actually, this is uh, yeah. So it's more along the lines of Basho. I'm gonna read the um, Onushi's pilgrimage to Kimano by Zoki. Z-O-K-I. It's from a book, a Penguin Classics. It travels with a writing brush. Yeah, I'm I'm traveling to the readings with a tennis racket. So this is writing travels with the writing brush, but it's readings with a tennis racket. <laughs> Classical Japanese travel writing from the Manyoshu to Basho. Selected and translated by Meredith McKinney. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That sounds good. And oh and an oh Onushi literally means master of the hut. So, since I'm a master of the hut, I can read this. So, from Yonushi's pilgrimage to Kimano. Once there was a man who decided to turn from the world and live as his heart chose. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I turned from the world. Once there was me, who decided to turn from the world and live as his heart chose. Once there was a man, who decided to turn from the world and live as his heart chose. He set off to visit all the delightful places in California. <laughs> uh, exactly my life, it's not his. He set off to visit all the delightful places he had heard tell, he had heard tell of. As a way of comforting his sorrows, while at the same time praying at holy places to purge his sins. Yeah, so it's funny he's writing in the third person. I think it's, I guess it's about himself, or I'm not sure what's going on here. Oh, it's about you or about him? Or? Wow. Uh. Yeah, I was the same way. I needed to comfort my sorrows. And I also stopped at holy places to purge my sins. His name was Onishnushi. I-O-N-U-S-H-I. When he left on his pilgrimage to Kimano. Around the tenth day of the tenth month. Uh, yeah, I left in about the same time, about... Sometime in October. Yeah, didn't you leave October 15th or something, or 16th? And this is similar. This is the 10th month, the 10th day. There were others who suggested coming with him. But since they were not people after his own heart, he chose to set off secretly, accompanied by just one lad. Huh. I was just accompanied by my cell phone at the time, yeah. The day he left the capital, he went to Yahata to pray. And I pray. I don't go anywhere, but I'll pray in the morning. And I pray all the time. Oh, really?
better. <laughs> he went to Yahata to pray and stayed the night there. That night the moon was beautiful. Yeah, actually the moon was beautiful up in the campground in Vermont. The moon that night was beautiful. A cool breeze whispered in the pines. So, yeah, that's my favorite thing is the cool breeze whispering in the pines. Yeah, I like pines, and I like a cool breeze, especially when it's hot in the summer, okay. And the air carried the soft cries of autumn insects and the distant call of deer. Here in this unaccompanied place he grew lonely for his hut as the night deepened. In such a place, he thought, one can feel the presence of the gods. Uh, well, I guess people feel the presence of the gods if they go to if they're a master of the hut in the woods yeah I should become a master and get a hut okay here he says koko ni shimo ikiti idikiru iwashimizu here is the gushing spring of the iwashimizu gods that I could draw I don't know if he's going to draw something or if he's an artist or something. And he goes on, Kami no kokoro o kumiti surabaya. From the heart of that holy water, guidance for my way. I, I need guidance in this podcast. <laughs> hmm. On the evening of the second day, he arrived and worshipped at the shrine of Sumiyoshi. That was a most delightful view. Out to the distant sea, to the south, an inlet flowed into the bay, where a great variety of water birds floated happily along. There was also a little house with a reed fence, uh, no doubt the home of fisherfolk, and lingering lingering feel of autumn in the air. The marvelous evening sky, always moving, deeply moving. Inside the shrine precincts, the garden was quite invisible. Beneath a multicolored carpet of fallen leaves, and the place seemed withdrawn into winter retreat. Hearing the sound of voices chanting sutras, he thought quietly to himself, yeah, I think quietly to myself when I hear chanting stuff. Tokikaki Tutsu Koromo no Tamawa Sumi no no Kamusa Debene Sakare Matsuno Kazumi. Here I hung among the hollowed pine leaves of Sumino Bay. By offering the jewel of truth hidden from sight and mind. But what is that? I wonder what the footnote says. Yeah, I would like to know. What do you want to know about the footnotes? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, hmm. The obscure poem seems to refer to the... I, ritual of copying part of the Lotus Sutra and tying it to a branch in the shrine as offering the image of the hidden jewel.
derives from the Lotus Sutra parable of a priceless jewel secretly hidden in the robes of an ignorant man. Huh. A priceless jewel. Huh. Okay. If I wasn't ignorant, I'd understand it. Okay. Okay. Thus, he went on from shrine to shrine, and in his heart, he prayed. Uh, that's... This world is as nothing, more transient than foam on the water or dew upon the grass. I have turned from the world with the deep urge to extinguish my sins from past lives and secure my enlightenment for the life to come. And I pray that through my eyes, though my eyes see the blossoms and the autumn colors of this world, my heart may remain unmoved by the lure of this worldly sense and colors. And though I observe the dew of dawn or the evening moon, I may understand the truth of this world's transient nature. Yeah. Like, despite the fact that I see this tennis court and play tennis, uh, it's necessary that I understand the world's transient nature. Okay. So you understand that the tennis court is transient, yeah. Yo no nakan o utoi tsutsmu nochi wa tada sumino ni aru matsu to tano manmu. Let me turn from this unhappy world and henceforth place my trust in the patient pine. Of Samino Bay. I guess I should put my trust in uh, some pine tree somewhere. I don't know. Huh. In the words of Sonoda and Azumi, something prompted this poem. That he writes sort of like, it's like Basho's, uh, Basho or Sagio or somebody, uh, other haiku poets. He's he writes his travel log and then he puts in his poems. So. Yeah, why don't you do that? Oh, I did do that. Okay. Haga, waga, omo, koto, no, sukiki, ni, kuraburieba, shinoda, no, mori, no, chiwa, no, monokawa. Measured against these thronging thoughts, this tangle in my heart, she noticed twisted branches are as nothing. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, well. A very beautiful moon hung above the Fuki beach in the land of Ki. There is a legend here that a heavenly maiden frequently appears on the beach. Huh. Yeah, my uh, former uh, father-in-law, like from the Italian guy from from uh, Breezy Point, uh, used to write write the joke column for the Breezy Point paper or something. Peter Danzelo, and he uh, he one of his stories was about this how they had seen a mermaid. Yeah. He said about how people had seen a mermaid. And it may have been a heavenly maiden frequently appeared on the beach. Fascinating. The sight of this evening sky was most moving and melancholy. 
as the night deepened, a lonely wind blew up, such a wind as lifts the frost from the goose's downy wing, and there was unspeakable poignancy in the distant cry of a crane calling for its mate. Other birds also gathered, calling in great flocks above the point, so that even he, unfeeling though he was, yeah, even though I'm unfeeling, I do this podcast, even though I'm senseless and unfeeling. Unfeeling though he was, grew deeply mournful. This is mournful stuff. Why do you read it? What makes you so happy about this stuff? (laughs) Otomiko ka ama no hagoromo hiki tsuriti mubimo fuki no ura ni oruramu. Here at Fuki's Bay, the heavenly maid seems to descend before me, a swirl of feathered robes fluttering all about her. Huh. I guess if he can see the heavenly maid, I don't see why I can if I went to the beach. Uh-huh. Yeah. On seeing the waves come washing in continuously through the moonlit water, he writes, I guess it's an inspiration for another poem. Yeah, didn't you write a bunch of beach poems or something and publish them? Yeah. Suki ni namu mi kakukuri orimata ariki yato fuki no ura no amane towabanya waves and moonlight. Uh, I long to ask these fisher folk if such a moment has ever been before on the Fuki's Bay. Yeah, I wonder if that exact moment was ever there before and then if it'll ever be there again. Like that exact feeling and that exact moment. I don't think you said you went to the beach. You used to go to like this uh, beach in Westport every single day. What? Yeah, I, I went and swam I tried to almost every single day, and I wrote beach poems, and I used to swim from boy to boy, and one boy, then two boys, and up to five boys, and and I wrote a poem about boys and goals, uh, boys and, boys and goals. (laughs) Yeah, the seagulls, there's nothing there, and uh, it was very lonely in a way. Yeah, you were alone or something. <laughs> Did you live alone? <laughs> I lived in a hut, basically, but I wasn't the master of the hut. No. Yeah, I don't know. And so, uh, the wave stirred his heart. So these waves stirred my heart. Nami ni monare akaru no no mata. Araba koso maikasi ashashi ama no mokatami. Even these waves alone had such a night he ever been before. Surely the fisher folk remember and would speak of it. You'd think they would speak of it, but no one spoke. 
Staying that evening at Fuki Bay, I set off again while the night was still dark, seeing the waves rising high. Amano to o Fuki no Hamani Tatsunami wa Yoru Sami Yura Mono Mitni so Along Fuki's beach, the weeping waves beat so high about the wind-blown fishers' huts. Even in the dark, we see them. Huh. Yeah, you could see these leaping waves in the dark. Sleeping the night on Shishinoshiyama, deer back mountain, and hearing a deer calling, he writes, Ukarim Kemo Sumano Yukaruni Sino Yamano Narao Tazunetiya Sikamo Nakutaramalu The crying deer seeks for his wandering wife on Deerback Mountain, perhaps in hope the name will conjure her. Sleeping the night in Queens, New York. Something prompted me to come, to podcast this. Actually, I opening the reopening the book, uh, travels with the writing brush, prompted me to read. So, sleeping the night in Iwashi, more something prompted him to compose this. Iwashi no Mori Tazuniti no to Iwasaba ya ikakaka chitawa pashabashmeshi. Could I but tell the silent woods of Iwashi to ask their okay. Okay, more thank you. To ask their ancient pines how many ages past branch first wove with branch. <laughs> Since we're going to the Kennedy compound in Cape Cod, actually we're going to Hyannis or Barnstable. And so I thought of picking up a pebble. So off the beach in Replygia, the beach in Cape Cod by Kennedy compound. So at the thought of picking up a pebble from Chica no Hama Beach. He says, Utsunami ni makaseti o mitmo maga yo mamadakatsas ni hitomo masarachi. I hear relish all to these washing waves, for we are so much less than even on the wave tossed stones I reach for on the shore. Well, I didn't know I was much less than even a wave-tossed stone on the shore. Hear I, I hear, I hear, or hear I, I hear relish, all to these washing waves, for we are so much less than the wave-tossed stones I reach for on the shore. Yeah, they say like this one, uh, one uh, humility and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they flaunt their humility. Are you flaunting it in this podcast? Yeah. At Nabu Beach, he happened upon a man he knew. 
who was on his way home from a holy mountain of Kamano. Oh yeah, I'm happening upon if I find somebody. I may just happen upon somebody who's from Cape Cod. <laughs> All things being equal, Nushi said. Yeah, when Ionushi says, that means he's saying it. <laughs> All things being equal, Ionushi said, why don't you turn back and come along with me on my pilgrimage? Yeah. Why don't people follow me on my podcast? <laughs> I have a feeling you have something secret to pray about on your own, the man teasingly replied. Yeah, people may think that I have something secret to pray about on my own. Yeah, you could stop podcasting and just go into meditation. That would kind of be a secret to pray about on your own. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, that is my secret. I could go to Cape Cod and... Are you going to obsess about Cape Cod now? Just because you actually got a booking. You know how hard it is to book anything. Yeah. In the nuisance-driven economy. Where they so much nuisance that you don't do anything. And then the economy drops, yeah. Um... What do you mean, Inoshi demand? I hear tell that the gods punish people who go casting aspirations, you know. And he jokingly threw the little spiral shell that he had picked up and was fingering. Punish people who go casting aspirations. But what's an aspiration? What do you mean? He said, I have a feeling you have something secret to pray about on your own, the man teasingly replied. What do you mean? You know, she demanded. I hear tell that the gods punish people who go casting aspirations. (laughs) Yeah, they do, I guess. Are you casting an aspiration? The people cast them towards my podcast and... Yeah, they could be punished by the gods. Yeah, so that's my concern. Aspirations. Why are you casting? You shouldn't just scoff at people's aspirations. Yeah, why do you scoff at them? You'd be punished by the gods. I hope or ambition of achieving something. Yeah, don't tell. If he hadn't told him of his aspiration, they wouldn't have cast it. Yeah, don't uh, badmouth people's aspirations or you'll be punished by the gods. Okay. Hey, this thing's spiraling out of control. Don't get so mad, hermit, he said his friend. And in return, he flung the hermit crab shell. Yeah, you could do. You could fling your crab shell instead of getting so mad. Then seeing some seagrass washing in on the waves, I know she remarked. Look at this, a rare glimpse of something sunk from the sight upon the flooded rocks. His friend made a knowing face and responded, 
Well, you know, a day spent longing, dot, 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 a day spent longing. Yeah, are you going to spend your day longing for your trip to Cape Cod? <laughs> what about just longing for super consciousness? But I must let my Kamano pilgrimage take its course. I know she said, it's the beach lilies of Kamano space. The friend came back with, no, not a single night spent folded. And now she responded, why then you have no cause, declared his friend. He recited this, Moshio Kusha Nami wa Uzumitomo Ia Arawari ni Arawari nu mercy. Though waves wash over the seagrass in the tide, to bury deep its secret, yet with each washing wave it shows more clearly. Yeah, it'll become it'll become more clear to me about the purpose of life when I go to Cape Cod. So, hmm. no, she replied with, "Oh, that was what his friend said." And now she says, Miku mano tano uraniki yosuru nuriko romo no naki na o susugu hodoti suranamu. What comes washing in on Kimano Bay's washing waves is just a smear upon my name. And I would have you know, I'll wash it clean. Yeah. So whatever you think I'm doing, is I'm not really doing it. I'm washing it clean. So I'm washing myself of my desires and stuff. Well then, said the friend, I'll see you back at the capital. To this Anoshi responded, sleeve pressed to eyes to staunch my tears. Dangerous words, the friend said. I'll see you on Mount later. And he went on his way. See you Mas Tarde, he said. Okay, I'll see you Mas Tarde. Oh. Well, that's a lame excuse to say. You just see somebody Mas Tarde and walk away. Sleeve pressed to eye, Mount later. This final exchange parries quotations of conventional expressions found in various poems of parting. Yeah, mount later. I'll see you later, alligators. Like what he said. Okay, I'll see you later, alligator. That night he stayed at the Port of Muro. He built himself a temporary shelter beneath the tree, using autumnal branches of oak, and crawled in there to sleep. Late at night, a passing shower fell. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, that we have good weather on the coming weekend, but how can you know? How do you know it'll be good or not? You're taking a big risk booking a place and not knowing off-season weather. Well, I'm hoping it's reasonable. I'm accepting of whether it's cold and rainy or warm and sunny. I, don't, I accept it. There's a lot to do there, so... 
Oh, we're very close to the Kennedy Museum and the Kennedy Compound and the ferry to Nantucket. And are you going to meet the man from Nantucket? Or? <laughs> he says, Ito do shiki nagi kashiki yo o. Manina Azuki Tavide Sorya Shikuru Nakana already lamenting the sufferings of this world. Now on my autumn journey out of this traveler sky, a chill rain mingles with my tears. Oh so does that mean it's gonna rain? Huh? I think it's safe to say, uh, I'm safe to say at your age that you're in the autumn of your life. That's actually optimistic to be in your autumn. Huh? That means you actually have a winter left. <laughs> yeah, you're past the prime. You're past your uh, spring and summer, probably. Now on my autumn journey out of this traveler's sky, a chill rain mingles with my tears. So. Yeah, it's interesting uh, about the value of tears. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of some other poets and poetry, but uh, well, can't go into it. It's just too deep for this podcast. Okay. Approaching the holy mountain, he saw beneath every tree a little wayside shrine. So many of them. That night he slept at Mikunomi, composed. Yeah, we don't have many wayside uh, shrines here, but we do have a lot of gas stations. So, because we're a consumer society and we consume uh, a lot of stuff. We have supermarkets and gas stations and all that. We don't have many shrines unless. You want to stop at a church. That hmm. night he slept at Maka. He composed this poem. Yo, ro, su. Yo, no. Kami, chu. Kami, ni. Ta, mu, ki, shi, su. Omoi, to, omoi. Koto, wa, nari, namu. So many gods from so many ages I pray to as I go. Surely every hope within me will be fulfilled. Yeah, you would think. I was, remember I was telling uh, Michael, if you can't get what you want from one god, then you should pr pray to five. <laughs> you did that in one of your poems. You pray to five gods. Yeah, I pray to every possible God I could find and read every possible scripture from every possible religion. And surely hope within me, and surely hope my every hope within me will be fulfilled. Okay. So many gods from so many ages past I pray to as I go. Surely every hope within me will be fulfilled. Yeah. So many, I have so many podcasts that I, that I express my hopes within, 
that they will be fulfilled. Uh, three days later, he reached the holy mountain. Wandering about, talking, taking in the scene, he was intrigued to find there two or three hundred huts, each set up after the owner's particular fancy. Uh -huh. Yeah, I found a lot of places online, like in Suffolk County, like, but uh, it was so weird because they weren't Huts, I don't know what they were, they were supposedly campgrounds in Suffolk County. And if you get your green key or whatever it is, you could book a campground. But then I said no tents, uh, no tent camping. Oh my God, what does that mean? <laughs> that you have to have a gigantic, gigantic uh, RV or... What does it mean, no tents? Does that mean they have no huts and no tents or no nothing? Or what does it mean? I wanted to go to Cedar Point in the by Shelter Island, out in Long Island in Suffolk County, but I didn't understand how to book it at all. And it said no tents, so I felt like I was Reject. I felt so rejected, and my dreams were not fulfilled. Oh, okay. Wonder about taking in the scene. He was intrigued to find there two or three hundred huts, each set up after the owner's particular fancy. Yeah, that's like there's a. You'll find like three hundred mansions in like let's say Southampton or something, and they're all set up after the owner's particular fancy. <laughs> He visited a close friend there, finding him fast asleep with the charred log as pillow and only a straw raincoat wrapped about his loins. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Hulo, there he said, he called. Come on in, his friend cried. Yeah, if I could find a friend, so... A family somewhere will take me in. Come on in, his friend cried, startled awake. To have something to eat, he went on and produced a... Yeah, I actually got a Airbnb, but they didn't say, Come on in, friend. They just said that off-season they just leave some food and cereal and fruit or maybe almond milk in the room, and they don't say, Come on in, friend. <laughs> They just leave you there all by yourself. To have something to eat, he went on and produced a huge taro root about the size of a basket for storing go pieces, which he proceeded to cook. Yeah, taro root. You can call it the mother of all taros, he remarked. I can imagine it's as sweet as milk then, said Inoshi. Yeah, and the... And the guy at the Airbnb said he'd leave almond milk since we were vegan, so... I could imagine it's as sweet as milk then, said me. <laughs> yes, I'd do better feeding it to some child, I suppose, the friend responded as he dished it out. Then the bell rang and they retired to the worship hall to pray. Yeah, it seems like... Uh, they prayed more often than people do now while they're pursuing their vacations. <laughs> I hope that we've spent some time in prayer at our Airbnb.
Yeah, why don't you? Hmm. Okay. There was a great gathering from hither and yon. Hither and yon. What's hither and yon? There was a great gathering from hither and yon. Y-O-N. Of untold numbers of ascetics, heads cloaked in straw coats, draped about their shoulders. And when they left after the regular worship had ended, some remained there before the deacon. Others stayed kneeling at the feet of the pillars. Their straw coats drawn up, faces carefully hidden from view. Some bowed their foreheads to the floor, chanting Dharani mantras. There was such a hubbub of voices that each was hard to distinguish, but some loud voices he found too obstrusive. <sighs> it was hither and yarn, yawn. <laughs> he stayed there until the 21st day of the 11th month. Yeah, in the same way I uh, returned uh, from uh, California right before Thanksgiving. I came back, I think, for Thanksgiving, uh, and uh, and then later I went to December, went to Colombia or something like that. So, as he wandered one day along the banks of the Otonashi River. Making plans to leave. Yeah, I, I wandered around in New York a little, and then I made plans to leave for Colombia. Another tried to dissuade him. So another person tried to dissuade me. Stay on a little longer, he said. The gods wouldn't want you to leave either, you know. Yeah, the gods were, I don't know if the gods, what they thought about the whole thing. The gods wouldn't want you to leave either, you know. Just then, Onushi happened to notice a white-headed cat crow. Yeah, at that point, uh, when I saw a white-headed crow, is when I wrote, uh, Yama Garasu Kashira Mo Shiroku. Narimi Kiyunri Waga Kairu Beki Tokyo Ki no Ramo Even the mountain crow now has a whitened head so long as past. Surely my time to go comes round at last. Yeah, my time finally came. So. Even though Mountain Crow now has a whitened head, and I actually got some white hair, and so long it's passed. Uh, surely my time to go comes around at last. Yeah. Yeah, and today uh, I sort of went to the beautiful day in, uh, in uh, New York uh, to Central Park on the... Uh, I walked in Central Park and took photos and uh, the usual suspects places <laughs> in Central Park with the usual suspects. So, like the sailboat pond and the rowboat pond and uh, the rambled. That's when I was rambling around and stuff. And uh, actually, I took the tripod and 
because so long had passed since I walked, rambled in the Central Park since it's been 40 years. Oh, well, eh, 40. Oh, you were took photos on those rocks in 1981, yeah. So it's been 40 years. Uh, well, that's, that is a long time it has passed, I guess. So. And how many, and you are on your fifth... Uh, woman, I guess, so, yeah, so, it's kind of like life, surely my time to go comes around at last, so, he called in on someone's dwelling, where the man was tending a fire of cypress wood, which danced and crackled when Onushi picked up a piece of the wood to examine it. His friend remarked, the charred wood on this mountain has special powers. They call it Hatta Hatta. Hatta Hatta. The charred wood on this mountain has special powers. Yeah. In a way, it's the, the, the Central Park has a certain charm to it. So it's a... Uh, and I noticed that hill. Uh, I don't think I had been on that crest of that hill in Central Park before with the flowers. And uh, it had special charm to it, or special powers. And that must be what it cries as it burns, said he as he left. Ha ha. Yeah, the fire, hotta hotta. That's what the wood says when it's burning. That must be what it cries as it burns, said he as he left. He set off, and on his way down the river, at a place named Mufuneshima, the sacred boat island, he composed. Hmm. Yama no Oni Taru Ri Seo Sashiti Mifuneshima Kami. No tomari me nogoto Yosekimi Who pulled the sacred boat to meet the mountain and first decreed me Muneshime to become the portal of the gods Yeah who who pulled the sacred boat to meet the mountain and first decreed at the foot of the great waterfall, Antara Mountain. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm going to see a waterfall exactly on, on uh, in uh, Cape Cod. Uh, I don't think I will, but I'll definitely see some water. And when I'm, if I take the ferry to Nantucket, uh, there'll be water flowing over the back of the boat, I suppose. At the foot of the great waterfall on Tata Mountain, at the foot of the ferry dock on Nantucket, he said, he said, na ni ta ka ha ra wa ra ku in this high rope of water, twisting from times long gone, down the famous falls. <laughs> Can't believe this is ending, huh?
悠悠の地球移動。おしびてかしかたかな。I have bound my vows for ages still to come. Huh. Yeah, I bound my vows for ages still to come. In other words, I'm still saying my Simran and my fire charge names for ages still to come. Could be doing it for more lifetimes.、Uh, this mountain is a place of such moving holiness that no words could describe it to others. Yeah, it's so holy and so beautiful in Cape Cod, and、uh, man took it.、Uh, about to set off on his homeward journey, he bent to pick up a shell on the beach and happened to wet his sleeve. Fuji Goromo Nagisa Niosuru Ut Sisiga Ura Tamato Wa Kasu So Norikari. I reach to take a frail shell from the waves and find the sleeve of my rough woven robe soaked as with tears. Yeah. Oh. Oh. As he's about to set off on his homeward journey, I could see that.、So. I was reading from.、Uh, I might wonder who the heck is he reading, huh? <laughs> This is、uh, so. Goodness, it's. Zoki. Z O K I. Onishi's pilgrimage to Kimano. It's an elderly monk by the name of、uh, Soki, quietly set off from the capital.、Uh, almost nothing is known about Soki. His Buddhist name, though, his life seems to have spanned from the 10th, mid 10th, into the beginning of the 11th century. Huh. Wow. Okay, this, this page,、uh, reading from the book、uh, Travels with a Writing Brush.、Yeah. What did you get out of that?、Uh, what? Are you going to the deli or not?、Uh, or are you going to go? And there's this place, this, it's like a popular Kimano re- religious cult.、Uh, the popular is known for today. It's known today in the form of a. Today, in the tourist hiking trails that follow the old paths of what is now the Kamano Koto World Heritage Pilgrimage Site.、Uh, so, yeah, I'm reading this as sort of a hiking guide because、uh, people, practitioners, still walk the Kamano Mountains.、Uh, and the word, the whimsical name, Ionushi means literally master of the hut.、Uh, so, become, so, yeah, I'm trying to become myself a master of the hut.、Uh. Mm-hmm.